0: Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. This is the Q&A episode of the Four Things Podcast. And just want to thank you all for submitting questions every week to fourthingswithamybrown@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I go through them and try to pick some that maybe a lot of you might have questions to or you may want to, you know. Maybe you hadn't really thought that you wanted to know the answer to that, but hopefully it'll be helpful in some way, shape, or form. So just before we get into the questions, I just want to say a genuine thank you to anybody that um, bought the Pimpin' Joy Patriotic line that went on sale last Friday. We're currently sitting at $160,000 to donate towards um, Scotty's new house through Building Homes for Heroes. He is a war veteran Came back from Iraq, missing both legs because he lost them to an IED blast, and he's got a wife and two kids, and is very deserving of a new, a new home, ADA certified home that he can um, move around in better. And Pim and Joy, because of you, we're going to be able to donate like a crazy amount. This is our biggest campaign yet, so. It's near and dear to my heart. Got super emotional on Friday when we were about to hit like $100,000 in less than two hours because it all started with my mom. And, you know, she just wanted her cancer to be used for good. And this is just yet another really cool campaign where um, people are showing up and they're supporting. And maybe you aren't always able to support Pimp and Joy by buying what we have um, to go towards the cause, which 100% of the proceeds do, but um, you decide to choose joy for yourself, or you decide to, you know, at least talk about it on social media or use the hashtag or just spread joy to others. Like that's you being a part of the movement. So, thank you so much. First question is from Sarah. I finally got an Apple Watch and I'm so excited to start using it. I was wondering if you know when Aaron's next StepBet challenge is. And Sarah, it starts June 17th. That's the warm-up week. So, I would sync up your Apple Watch and your phone like all the things with the app like right away so that way it can start kind of tracking cuz StepBet needs to know what what range should they put your required steps in? So that's why they want you to sync up and the app is just called StepBet app. Like green with like a shoe. And you gotta to go to Aaron Opria's game and join that. And it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be joining that one as well. So again, warm-up week is June 17th. So you've got a week to sign up in that window. And then boom, game on. So that's a lot of fun because you have an opportunity. You have to pay $40, but you can win your money and then win everybody else's money that is in, in the challenge that, that doesn't make it. The people that drop out, which I've dropped out before. I've been a loser. Like I've lost my money and somebody else, somebody else took it but I've also been a winner and it feels good. Next question is from Geraldine. Hey, Amy, get, get right to the point with this one. How often do you shave your face? So Geraldine, I do it once or twice a week, which actually you're making me like touch my face. Like right now as I'm talking and I'm like, huh? Yeah, I probably need to go home and shave my face, which I am obsessed with the tinkle razors. I know a lot of you ask like what specifically that I use and you can find those on Amazon, super easy tinkle just like it sounds, or you can go to my Amazon page. You can find that at radioamy.com and just order those. You'll get like a colorful pack of like green and pink and yellow. And I use them like once or twice and then dispose of them and move on to the next razor. So it's just a little like quick blade, which uh, I'm like touching my face right now, which reminds me that my neck is all out of whack while I'm recording this right now. So I feel like I sound really uncomfortable while I'm talking because – I'm in a really uncomfortable position because I just woke up with like major neck pain and already went to the chiropractor. It didn't help. Maybe it's still settling. I don't know. I had to like just go to a chiropractor that I could walk in and I'd be like, help me because of in between some work stuff today and I just, I couldn't look to the left or to the right. Like even while I was driving, it was bad. So he adjusted me. And you know, the funny thing is like right before he's about to crack my neck, I'm like, I mean, I could die right now because I know people die sometimes or they get paralyzed when they get their necks cracked. Like, it's not my favorite thing to have done, but I just was looking for any sort of relief that like, I was like, huh, I'm willing to risk this. Like, yeah, sure. Crack my neck. I might die. But at this point, I really don't care. And now I am like sort of fine, but I don't know that like, I'm like trying to turn my head just to see if it feels any better. And no, I mean, it got my neck cracked and I survived, but not any better at this point. Next question is for Cassie. I watched your beach waves tutorial with Kelly from velvet's edge, and I'm going to give it a shot, but what do I do to keep my hair the style going for the next day while sleeping at night? Because second day hair is so hard. Well, I definitely have to sort of freshen up my hair. I don't have to fully restyle it every day. Cassie but I do have to like take my wand, maybe make the curls a little bit fresh in certain spots or take my straightener and straighten the tips because that's a tip to the beach wave hair is, um, you know, curling the the hair around the wand, but don't do the tips, like keep those straight and make it like loose, messy curls. And so really when you sleep on it, if it ends up getting a little bit messier, it just like adds to the look, but you may have to freshen it up in the morning with some dry shampoo, some texturizing spray, you know, a few little you know, wand motions here and there, straightener, but also sleep with a silk pillowcase because that will really help your next day hair. It'll help keep it in place. So if y'all want to check out that tutorial, it's up, it's on YouTube, Amy, Bobby Bone Show, Beach Waves, Kelly Velvet Sedge, like those are all the key words. Um, Next question is from like a lot of you. So I just put it all together. I feel like I was getting a lot of questions about back pain and how to help combat it because- My lower back is always such a hot mess, which is ironic that my neck is in such pain right now because really I don't have upper back neck pain issues. This is just a random day. And I had already, i had already selected this question before I had neck pain, but I was actually talking to Erin Opria, my trainer about it because things that she tells me to do for my back and even my, my normal chiropractor, not the one that. I just popped into today, but someone that like spends more time with me, um, and has helped me with my back a couple of times. Um, something that they talk about all the time is core and making sure that you are holding your core so tight, not sucking in, not, but, but just tight, like down below, almost like you're tilting your pelvic area under and tightening up your core. Like someone's going to punch you in the stomach. Like always try to be in that position, whether you're sitting or walking working out, running, driving, whatever. Um, and then obviously, let me just preface it with this, like, check with your doctor to find out what the injury is because – I definitely don't want you to make it worse and I'm not an expert here, but these are things that I do to help relieve my back. So always make sure my core is tight. I do certain like yoga flows. You can always Google like yoga for back pain, depending on where your back pain is. And they'll give you certain, certain stretches and moves that will help and get moving. Like sometimes you're just stiff. Like think about it. If you've been laying around a lot or sitting a lot or driving a lot, could that be the issue that you just need to get moving? And then foam rolling is another huge help. Like I love my foam roller. I need to do it more. In fact, Aaron gets onto me all the time for not doing more. But when I do it, I'm like, oh, why do I need to do why do I not do this more? It feels so good. Like if you do your hamstrings. For me, I feel like my hamstrings and my lower back pain are totally related. Um, And so when I foam roll my hamstrings, it does help offer relief in my back. Um, The lacrosse ball can do the same. I kind of lay on it right where my back hurts and like rub it in there really good. If you can afford or you're able to get like certain sports massages, that may help. But drink plenty of water so you can flush out those toxins, especially if they're getting in there really deep. Turmeric and black pepper are really great little anti-inflammatory concoctions, not necessarily the black pepper, but the turmeric, but the black pepper activates whatever the turmeric needs to become more, you know, anti-inflammatory. But I will say if you're eating like a really inflammatory diet, you can't just add in a few anti-inflammatory things and expect it to be fixed. Like you can't just throw turmeric and black pepper on... bunch of french fries and be like oh i'm so anti-inflammatory right now um but those are things that that help and then obviously i mean sometimes you might just have to take some leave which is really honestly what i think i'm about to do for my neck all right i want to tell you about something really awesome that macy's is doing it is currently asian american and pacific islander heritage month and Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're gonna be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate start Ritual, or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. So next from Hannah. Hey, Amy, my question for you pertains to wedding planning with divorced parents. How did you go about planning your wedding to avoid tension between your parents since they're divorced? And what would you recommend to keep the tension low? Um, Okay, I'm just going to get to it, Hannah, I feel like I had a really unique experience. Like when my dad left, my mom never said anything bad about my dad. They always were able to get along, even though my dad left my mom for somebody else. And then that, that somebody else was my stepmom at my wedding. So you would think like, maybe they wouldn't get along. Um, but years had gone by and I know that there were moments, you know, that just felt a little bit awkward because, I felt like my mom wanted some things to be one way and then maybe my stepmom, which I actually would always sort of refer to her as my dad's wife because I don't really ever feel like she stepped in as a mother role to me, which I know may sound bad, but she just didn't. And in fact, my dad has since gotten divorced from her like in the last, I don't know, how many years has it been? Less than 10 years. Um, But she was in my life since I was eight years old, eight to 30 something. Yeah, let's just call it 31 or so. That's a long time for her to be in my life. And I haven't talked to her since her and my dad got divorced. So anyway, I will say that my family's pretty easygoing though. So I can't offer you a lot of advice if your divorced parents have tension. I will say something that you can just share with them is like, hey guys, this is my day. This isn't about you. This isn't about any tension that you may have. But this is about what I want to happen. And then also, fun fact, I planned my wedding in like six weeks. So maybe eight. I guess it was like eight weeks. Felt like six. But um, so I just had to make quick decisions. Like nobody had time to kind of, you know, really put in their opinion because we just had to do what we needed to do to get it done. And my husband was like going overseas to Afghanistan. So our wedding kept getting pushed up and pushed up and we moved it. We were going to like wait like a year and have a really long engagement. And the next thing, you know, we're like, "Mm, we're getting married in eight weeks. Like literally everybody thought I was pregnant, which was not the case because we hadn't even done it yet. Um, so mm -hmm, probably TMI for you, Hannah. I know you weren't asking that, but it was just, it's just funny thinking back on literally how many people were like, Oh yeah, Amy's totally pregnant. This has to be why she's getting married in eight weeks because we only had been like from the time we started dating to the time we got married, it was a six month period. So I will say it was very quick and I don't blame anybody for thinking that, but it just was not the case. Um, but back to your uh, question about parents, Hannah, is I uh, I hate that if your families do not get along or if there's going to be that tension, I hate that for you on your special day. So I would just say that you and your fiance. Y'all need to stand firm and that this is your day and you don't want anybody to ruin it. And y'all need to just work together as a team to make decisions. And if different sides of the family have different opinions, you will gladly hear them out. But ultimately you're going to make the best decision for you. And you want everybody to have fun that day. You don't have to be come across like super selfish. Like this is, this is our day. We're going to do what we want. That's not what I'm saying at all. You can say like, this is our day and we want it to be super special and memorable for us, but for everybody. So let's all try to like put any feelings aside and like work together to make this like a Really special, wonderful day. Next question is from Bianca. Hey, Amy, I struggle with telling people no. I feel really guilty when I actually do tell people no, but my biggest struggle is telling my family no. Could you ask Kim Anderson how to make it easier to tell family no? I told family yes so much that I'm currently in a financial bind because of them. So, Bianca, I actually reached out to Kim and had her answer this. So, I'm going to read you back what she wrote to you, and then hopefully, this will. You know, apply to anybody else listening that might be in a similar situation or struggle with telling people no, family or not. So here is what Kim wrote Dear Bianca, saying no can be excruciating, especially if we have attached our self worth or value to another's approval or acceptance. The minute that we put someone else's feelings in place of our freedom, we are giving away our power and well being. This goes for family too. You can check out chapter six in my book, Unstuck, kimanderson.life, to find that, where I tackle ways to set healthy boundaries. But the bottom line is, before we can set healthy boundaries, we have to be willing to disappoint people, which is definitely hard. We can all love each other and family members well when we consider these two points. One, disappointing family is not fun, but it is inevitable. It is never easy to tell family no. No. They matter to us, and the last thing we want to do is disappoint them. Believe it or not, though, it is an act of love to force people to take responsibility for their actions. By people-pleasing, we are actually robbing others of the chance to consider how their actions impact people and to do the necessary work towards growth. Secondly... Healthy people will respect your boundaries when you set them. If your family is giving your no pushback and you have done it kindly and in love, they are the ones who need to do the work. Ideally, discussions around boundaries will prompt conversations that build trust and intimacy, not conversations where you become the bad person for saying no. Boundaries can be as easy as this. That doesn't work for me. I can't lend you the money. I wish I could, but it's not going to work for me at this time. I understand you're disappointed, and I wish it weren't this way. You are saying no and still being kind. Some people can't hear no, and you might have to be a little bit firmer. It's too bad, but it's okay. State the boundary and then move on. Boundary violators will shame you. Boundary respecters will embrace you. Regardless, you are free. So, Bianca, I hope that that helped with you and your family situation. Um, And then anybody else that is struggling with being a yes person and constantly saying yes so much so that it's like, you know, affecting your life like it is Bianca's. So, uh, that is it for today's Q and a, thank you for everyone that submitted questions and we will be uh, back on Thursday for a normal four things episode. If you want to check out cool dad items for over on shop espoir for father's day, Oh, actually today's, Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, you might be able to order in time. But the cool dad items are still supporting Project MetaShare in Haiti. So you can find those at espw espwa.com. And again, huge thank you to everyone that went to uh buy pimp and joy um at the shop forward. It's pretty amazing. Like we are just still in shock that it's at $160,000. Maybe now while I've been talking to y'all, who knows if it's gone up. I mean, I cannot wait to update y'all on Scotty's house. I saw a picture of the land where the house is going to go the other day, and it's going to be so amazing to see this house built and see how it's going to bless their family. So super cool. Hope you all have a great rest of your day whenever you're listening to this, and I'll talk to you soon.